0: Hey everyone, I'm Sean and I'm Tiff. And today on the Random Division, Tiff, what are we talking about?
1: It's Bachelor Hometowns.
0: Hometowns episode 8. It feels like it's been 52 episodes it's only of Matt James. Eight
1: episodes? This is the
0: 8th episode.
1: Already at Hometowns? Is yep. that how it always is?
0: Um, I think so.
1: It just seems like this was only 8 episodes and you had you kept adding women.
0: I know. He, after all was said and done, I believe he will have had 38 women and he'll send 37 of them home.
1: Why did they do that?
0: I don't know. I don't know. But the the TV last night said episode eight, so that's what I'm going with. It's a, it just feels like more. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because we went right in from Claire to Tasha to Matt and have literally had one Monday without... The Bachelor since September, but yeah. it's been a long, our journey Tiff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's almost over. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we had hometowns, let's just, we got four quick things we want to talk about. We are in an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> we are not in Boston right now, and uh, we would just rather be doing anything else, but we're here, we're gonna do this. So, four things, first question. About this episode. What was your favorite hometown activity?
1: So now they had limited options because they couldn't actually go to their hometowns. Yes. Similar to Tasha's season. Yes. We are limited to what the Resort can offer. Yeah. And I thought it was, I thought each uh, woman did a really great, did a good job of, of just allowing some of their hometown essence to shine through in their date or some aspect of their personality. Well, to I'll get to I'll get to it, but mostly everyone I think did. Okay.
0: I might say 50%. Yeah. I'd say half.
1: <laughs> so, I would say that my favorite date overall was probably the Canadian themed date. Okay. Just because from an american standpoint i don't know a lot about canada and i thought it was clever of serena to educate an american guy on all things canada yep from poutine to hey here's a map and Mm -hmm. here's where all the like province i don't know if they call them
0: provinces Yep, there's six of them maybe seven provinces yeah here's
1: all the provinces and here's where they are and I just, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I also thought it was nice that they played ice hockey.
0: Yeah. Second time we've seen Matt James on skates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, which, good for him. As a kid who grew up in Raleigh, maybe, yeah. maybe he got to New York and someone told him, dude.
1: You got to use ice skates. You got
0: to learn how to skate. Bring you can bring your dates to Central Park mm-hmm. and it is go a nice to the, date. whatever it's called. It looked romantic. It's called the Frog Pond, right? Isn't that is that That's the one Boston. in Boston? Okay, I wasn't sure I was gonna get. I figured I'd get them confused. Yeah, but he's on skates. I mean, he's not great on skates, but
1: she's a lot better. But she's also Canadian.
0: Yeah, and they just don't all Canadians just learn how to skate before they walk. Every <laughs> single one of them.
1: That's that the thing
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, so I liked Serena's date the best. Also, we got to see a lot of her Canadian pride and uh, just a little bit of her personality shine through on this date, which was nice. I also thought Michelle's date was nice. I mean, talk about being reflective of who you are. Like she's a teacher and she's mentioned several times that she's connected with her students on a variety of different levels and then she has a Zoom call with her previous or former students, which had to be pretty overwhelming as someone who's been at a resort in Pennsylvania for seven weeks.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So that was nice. I'm mean, gonna I keep saying the word nice, but I like I don't know what else. I don't know how else to really describe these dates. They're kind of bland. Yeah. I mean, they can't really do much. Yep.
0: Nice is the perfect word. It's just they they were all they were all f- fine they
1: were pleasant yep
0: um the michelle one you asked a good question when we were watching we neither of us took notes during this viewing we were eating dinner and not really uh even before we did this i i asked you do you want a podcast and you looked at me and said um can you tell me what happened (laughs) and you were probably more focused on this one than you are usually at home yeah but there was just it was just not terribly memorable Uh, But you did ask one thing that I thought was great was if the Zoom, they walked into like this theater at the Nemecolon, almost like a conference room kind of lecture hall. Very kind of a strange setting, I guess. Yeah. At a a resort, but maybe if you have conferences and stuff, it would be something you'd have. And the Zoom, the screen was up, so all the kids are kind of on like a big screen. They weren't like huddled around a computer, Matt and Michelle. And you just asked, do you think that some of these were pre-recorded? Because we never, we got to see like a little bit of from behind, like Michelle and Matt interacting with the screen and the kids on the screen. But anytime a question was asked, it was like close up. And then it would cut to Matt and Michelle answering. And then it was like close up of the screen again. Here are the kids asking the question. There was never like that long shot where you'd see the whole thing going on at once. So I, you might be right. It might have been a little bit pre-recorded or some of it pre-recorded. Some of it might've been. And then been. some of it where they were when maybe just. Maybe when they
1: met him, it wasn't pre-recorded maybe. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There was, was something There, there was, was something about the way the kids were answering and the questions that were being asked by the kids that I was like, this seems like they took a couple takes.
0: Yeah. And the, yeah, and the questions were all super rehearsed and yeah. pre-written. Like, have you guys kissed? And do you right. have other girlfriends? Like what, what fourth grader is asking that question. Yeah. Um, unless they're Bachelor fans, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's all the ones, all the kids on it were parents who were like, I want my kid on The Bachelor.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure it was
0: like- Danny, you're gonna be on The Bachelor and this is the question you're gonna ask because I've always wondered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in the fantasy suite? <laughs> <laughs> sure. um, yeah, so I, I liked that date too. Okay, so Bree and Rachel- those two dates did not feel like they were hometown dates to me
1: well Brees date was like it was an it was a great regular date to have with someone I mean they just drove a car and they had like an outdoor picnic
0: yep they drove like off kind of she drove a jeep off Off-road. roaded kind of yeah through the mud to to a
1: to have someone I mean she even said that she was like I'm really looking forward to having some one-on-one time with me Matt to ask him some questions to get to know him on a deeper level without being interrupted. Yeah. No interruptions. But that happens
0: no matter what the date is. I I guess
1: it's just sometimes with the hometowns, it can be more about, I don't want to say the showiness of it, but like the optics of showing off your town and doing something that represents your town that it almost takes away from you having a meaningful having like the conversations you need to have because you're so focused on here's my high school and here's my old coach and here's whatever's going on. Like sometimes you're just, there's a lot of pressure to show off your town.
0: Yeah. But that date, this is also the opportunity for her, for the person to show, like you said, show a little bit of their personality. Serena did that. I thought even just the way she kind of carried herself during that date was just felt genuine. But like the whole eight, so remember Breeze one on one. I, I get what she was doing. She was circling this whole thing back, where now she's the one who's driving through the mud yeah. and kind of in charge. So she was doing this callback date to the first to the one on one that she had with him. But also that was a date that she kind of admitted she was not happy, like crazy about getting on an ATV and doing this. But then she's doing the same thing. She could have picked yeah. something else to do. That would have at least like there was nothing about Brie in that date. Yep. There was nothing about Brie until you met her family, and like that was lovely. Yes. But that first part did not show anything, and Rachel's was the same. Yeah. Rachel's was Rachel's not a hometown date. Was a, a danger date.
1: It was a. It was a. Yeah. It was like, hey, come be impulsive and jump out of a plane with me. Yeah.
0: Maybe. And then
1: the emotional high that we'll feel afterward is going to connect us for a while
0: yeah maybe she was trying to scare matt as much as he'd be scared going to coming georgia oh my gosh and you know it's an, it's just it was the same type of fear that uh that a black man would feel being <laughs> Georgia. i'm sorry <laughs> i couldn't resist yeah i can see your face <laughs> mm. but it was not the date that they would have done if he visited her in georgia no. she was he wasn't going to show up to her hometown and get on a plane and skydive
1: no but i mean there would I mean, thank God he didn't have to go to Cumming, Georgia. I would be f- afraid for That's him. Right. I was just saying. Yeah, I know. You gave me a funny look. Well, I mean, like, it's just <laughs> this whole I ugh.
0: Right. I know. I know. It's just, it's a, it's an open wound for sure on the show. Yeah. And on what's, what's going a lot. on.
1: I mean, there's so, yeah. Matt, Matt as the bachelor has had to endure a lot, I'm sure, lately. And dating. whomever he chose, there's been, I don't know, I don't even know how to speak to it, honestly, we can just move on, it's just a messy subject. Yeah, we'll
0: talk about it later, we might get to it. Um, Yeah, so that date didn't feel to me like a hometown date, that just felt like a thing that was on a list of options.
1: Yeah, it was like, it was a bachelor leftover date. It was like, oh, we didn't get to our stereotypical skydiving date, so do any of you wanna do it, any takers?
0: Yep. So can we now get to the part where we talk about your remark last night while they were up in the plane? Uh-oh, and the, and I don't even remember the, what the, I said. The denomination that you said you would need to get paid to skydive.
1: Oh, I forgot about this.
0: I want everyone, as you're listening to this, I just want you to think <laughs> about like how much would you need to get paid if you're fearful of heights, some people love to do this and you would go and you'd happily pay to skydive. You, don't, you people don't count. I'm talking, would, people sky, I'm talking about the people who've never skydived. I'm talking about the people who've never skydived and are terrified of skydiving and will probably go their entire life without skydiving. Like, you will never skydive. Mm-hmm. However, Tiff, I want you to tell the people who are listening on the other side of this podcast how much money you would require <laughs> <laughs> funny you Do you remember crying. the initial
1: amount I said, and then yeah, you talked me down? I
0: talked you down a little bit, but you said
1: a million dollars. A
0: million dollars. You said I. You could not. You said you could not pay me a million dollars.
1: Well, then, and then you pressed, and I said, okay, maybe a million, but like I would really, I would. I mean, obviously, it'd have to be in tandem with somebody who's a professional. Yeah,
0: that's and the rule, I think.
1: I would still, honestly, I would still get to that point where we're looking down at the ground and I might back out i and if somebody it would have to be somebody sitting there going no I seriously have a million dollars for you yep truly it's right here I have a million dollars and they'd have to keep reminding me of it in order to get me and then they'd have to go and push me out of the plane yeah <laughs> right I, or jump or jump I, or jump, I would jump it. out with you I just don't think I would do it I
0: wonder how many times those guys who do this guy who are like the tandem jumpers, how much who are they the pros,
1: have to push you?
0: How many times they get up there and someone has a complete freak out, and it becomes almost more dangerous to be in the plane than if you just jump, because they just freak out or they yeah. pass out or whatever. A million dollars. I
1: said then I said maybe five hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, I kind of talked you down and said, well, half a million dollars is a whole lot of money. Just to jump out of a plane with someone strapped to you who's who's going a to help professional, you. yeah, who is going to do it? And you still
1: got to sign that waiver, Sean. Yep,
0: yep. And you're still like you were right. The moment that that door comes up and you're looking out over the earth, and they
1: showed it on the the camera too. I was like, you. I was like, look at that. You're telling me that you would look at that and willingly jump out of there.
0: And I said, no, I wouldn't willingly jump out. But if you paid me, like, I'd do it you for a hundred thousand do, dollars.
1: Way too low. Way I said $100,000 $100, and I think there's people listening
0: to this who think that's that's kind of a lot Sean Like a like $100,000 feels like a, a good amount of money just to go up and jump out of a plane
1: No way. I know
0: because you're terrified and I, we're both terrified of heights. We are both
1: Yes, very However, very afraid you're of heights. A lot, you're a lot less so than I am because we went on this <laughs> I want to say we went on our own danger date when we were in Mexico several years ago and it was like this adventure, la, day of adventures where they took they trucked you out to like you did ATVs during the day, which I was really good at, and you weren't so good. I at I
0: was not great at it. I was scared I was going to hurt you.
1: I was so good at driving ATVs, and then we did um, the one that I was like, nope. <laughs> like I went up to the rickety. What was that? What was it called? Um, they did a
0: zip line, zip and it was like a. It was like you did a square zip line. So you went from there were four towers, and you go. Tower one to tower two to tower three to tower four and Didn't back even to make one. It to the first tower. And we both were climbing the first tower, and it was like a rickety, was
1: rickety. And it's
0: the staircase is open. You're just kind of climbing up the middle of this of this um, tower, and you got mm, a half a f- a flight up. I'll give you like a four. It floor started to wobble and, and I was out. And you were done. And we were the group we were with had like this little eight year old boy who just like just scurried right up, did the whole thing right past me. There were people who went up all the way up and just didn't, and came back down and didn't zip. You and I, the whole group was up there. I think we were the only two people who stayed <laughs> down. But you went up a little bit. I got as high as a tree line and then I could see over like the Mexican landscape and yeah. I that said, I'm out. I'm done too. Uh, uh,
1: but you, and I also didn't participate in the one where you went, You ziplined into the water. That one wasn't very high.
0: No, there was like, it was just you jumped into a water, like a little watering hole after the ATV. <laughs> but which was I didn't want to do, that, that, one do that one either. But I didn't want to do that one because it was too high for you. That's fine. A million dollars. Half a million dollars. So if, I'm going to start a Kickstarter tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who's going to pay Sean to yep. jump out of an airplane?
0: No, not. I'm gonna, who's going to? I would. Well, listen, you're the one who wants $500,000. We're, we're going to get. Let's get $500,000 out of this. For
1: me to jump out of an airplane? Yeah. We'll start a Kickstarter no. tomorrow. Oh.
0: <laughs> Kickstarter.com slash jump. Oh, my gosh. Uh, tiff Skydive. So that date. And then we have her, her, her crash at the end.
1: Yeah, her she like her or she crash ate, landing. She ate dirt. She
0: kind of ate dirt, and the guy, you know, pile drived her into the ground because of the way they fell. She had kind of like a yeah. Grown I think man the f-
1: wind like caught them in a strange way, or That's something. That's what it looked like. Which is another reason why I don't want to do
0: it. Yeah, but she was fine.
1: She was fine. She was fine. It's safe to do.
0: Yep. Um, and
1: just every once in a while, you might break your neck.
0: Very quickly. What were your thoughts on the? reaction after the crash
1: uh, matt's concern over her yeah and then is that it
0: yeah i mean and the, he and was the, concerned like
1: the, any normal human being would be concerned when you see somebody crash to the ground not normally i mean he just like ran over and was concerned about her
0: do you remember what he said kind of after when they were having their little
1: that he didn't want to spend his life without her or something, or that he would, it was something like I could see my life with, I couldn't see my life without her.
0: Yeah, it or it was more, gen, he spoke more generally, she, but kind of, you know, I I never felt, I never had the sensation or the feeling of.
1: Like my, maybe losing Losing something. someone
0: or not having someone in, in my life or whatever. It was really melodramatic. Like it was said, at the point where she was, Pretty much fine. There was never they like there was no hair. ambulance. There was no broken bones. There was no like. Um, I don't know. It, it just felt to me. her
1: face up a little bit, and yeah. they had to help her out. I'm yep. sure. I mean, I did a slip and slide as an adult once, and I really hurt my side of my face and my whole body, and was like, I am going to be bruised for a while. That was completely self-inflicted but what i'm trying to say is like that was just me hitting the ground from like my height not even from the sky yeah so i imagine she did hit the ground pretty hard oh yeah she definitely Definitely has some bruises oh for sure but she was fine
0: she was fine and
1: i'm sure after you whatever your adrenaline is is like pumping through you when you're falling from the sky and then you hit the ground so hard it might intensify the feeling of like i made it like i'm Yeah. So I'm sure like whatever she was feeling and whatever he was feeling in that moment was genuine in the sense that they had just gone through this like oh yeah, crazy rush. Yeah. And then when it doesn't go as smoothly as you think it is, then it becomes a heightened sense of, you know, it's just like this dramatic, oh my God, she could have died kind of a thing.
0: Yeah. It just, I mean, we've seen people get hurt way worse on this show. Oh, yeah. The, Who was like,
1: it that did the bungee jumping wrong? That really made Oh me,
0: yeah, they got like whiplash. Was I it a t-shirt? Maybe. I don't think it was. Yeah, t-shirt. was it a tandem?
1: I don't know. I just remember remember when we watched the person do it. We were like, "Ooh." Yeah,
0: but right, but we've also seen I mean, we've seen people like in their in those weird fighting dates and playing rugby and stuff where guys yeah. guys go to the, people go to the hospital. People have gone to the hospital. Yeah. Um okay.
1: She's young. She's she's fine.
0: Favorite family?
1: Oh, favorite family is definitely Michelle's. Michelle's. Michelle's parents are so nice.
0: Yeah, they were lovely. LaVon and Ephraim. Yes. I believe were their names.
1: Her da- I just liked that You're her dad was really concerned. Now. He was a concerned father, but in like obviously protective to an extent, but was also like, okay, if this is, you know, we want to support you. So if this is someone that you care for, like he was very.
0: Midwestern, yes. It was a very Midwestern vibe from the very both of
1: them. polite, but also very supportive show. You know, he heard Matt out. It was yeah, because he did not talk to Matt, right? I'm yep. not making that up. No, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. And
0: he and he, I felt like he challenged Matt, but wasn't like abrasive or yeah, combative. not abrasive
1: at all. I mean, but it's also totally acceptable for dads to be abrasive in this situation. It just. He just seemed. We've seen some really scary dads, and he he just seemed like a soft, just like a sweet, soft man. Yep. And yeah. a very, yeah, care very very caring towards his daughter. I did wonder if she had any siblings. I got the sense that she was an only child.
0: Yeah, I think I asked you that while we were watching too. I we didn't, you know, it it's so it's it's so it's so hard because
1: well, it's like they can't can fly travel? everybody out. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, who, Some people who, probably
1: didn't feel comfortable. I mean, you don't, you never know yeah. what their situation is. Yeah.
0: I feel like they didn't do as good a job in the transition between the afternoon, day part of the date and the meeting the family. Uh, there's always like the required, like, this is who you're going to meet. Don't be nervous. You shouldn't, don't be nervous you shouldn't be nervous. Yeah. Why are you so nervous? But it's always kind of nice to know who's gonna be there, but then also know maybe the people who can't be there. And if there's ever a time to have the excuse that someone can't be there, it's this time, mm-hmm. right? So you could say, my parents are gonna be there, but my sister, she couldn't make it. Yeah, um,
1: no explanation. And again. there's no
0: explanation needed, whereas when it's like, when they actually travel to their home and someone who sh- clearly should be there, isn't there. It sounded like Rachel Lindsay's dad, not being there, sent off all these alarms. Like, why wouldn't he be there? So I, I just, it, that was kind of a shame. They didn't really outline like, these are the people who are here. They're also, there's people I wish were there. They did that better with Tayshia's whole thing. Cause br- like Brendan was super pumped. His brother was going to be there. Like mm-hmm. that he was brought to tears. That was amazing. And, um, well, what's his face. His brother showing up, it's un- unannounced. Ivan's brother showing up. Yeah. Unannounced. Um, they didn't do a very good job this time around of of giving a sense of like, who are the people in their family who maybe they would have liked to have there who just couldn't yeah. be there.
1: It's also just possible that she doesn't have any siblings. That those are her parents are. Yes. Fit.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, they were they were great. I was, I mean, it was uh, it was it was crazy's not the right word I know I use that word when we learned about how old bree's mom is because she's the same age as i am first millennial parent on the, on the bachelor <laughs> or bachelorette congrats to bree's mom um but like that was a pretty great interaction that they had too and the one thing that stood out i did didn't write any notes down and this stuck with me or stuck Bri, she said she said something like the worst bree was talking about like I haven't really Told him how I feel, kind of nervous about it. I'm worried I'm gonna get hurt. And her mom said, If you put it all on the line, the the worst the worst that happens is you have a broken heart and we mend it together.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was like, Whoa, that's pretty awesome. Like what a Yeah a, that's a I, I don't think I mean, there's always been parents who have said, like it's fine, just we'll we'll get through it. But some parents are like, You don't don't let this break you. You've already yeah. been broken. Yeah, you can't you can't do something that's gonna hurt you further. And Bree's mom was like, "Ah, "Just go for it, (laughs) and I'll help. I'll be here." Yeah. Uh, Also, first baby, I believe, first like baby sister, baby
1: newborn. Yeah, like baby half sibling. Yeah, I think
0: we've probably had babies on before, but that was that was um yeah pretty. It was funny to see Matt's reaction.
1: It's funny that you mentioned the uh, that Bree's mom made that comment. There were actually a couple parents who mentioned made mention of a previous relationship messing with their daughter. Mm-hmm. I think Serena's parents mm-hmm. mentioned that Serena's mom, which we didn't know. I I don't recall hearing about Serena having a painful ex relationship.
0: I don't think we did, and it was it was a
1: it was a sensitive. It seemed like it was a sensitive topic.
0: Yeah, because the, the way the mom said it was. Who was seemed like very stoic, very very nice, yeah. but and she said something like that last that last, that last relationship, relationship really t- messed t- you really up,
1: really took a toll or on took you, a
0: toll on you, or something. I and think it was messed you up. It was something it was about well, I, the impact it had on her.
1: But and then I think the other family that mentioned this was Michelle's. I think Michelle's mom said something to her about you right. Your previous relationship really took a toll on you. Yeah. I, I think
0: Yeah. You might I'm be right. I'm pretty sure
1: there were two families and I might be getting Michelle wrong, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't just Serena that there was somebody else that also had a I can't imagine it was Rachel. She I mean she just she doesn't seem that she's dating. Well, she a lot. said
0: she's never been in love, so yeah. there wouldn't be at least a case where she brought a guy home or there was some sort of serious boyfriend. Yeah,
1: this would this is where it would help to have written notes. But either okay. way, it seems to be it just seemed interesting to me that we have some women here and for Matt that it wouldn't be their first time falling in love, obviously. And Matt, for Matt, it sounds like it would be his first time falling in love. There's a lot at stake here. Mm-hmm. And Brie seems willing to put it out, out there and take a, take a chance on, on love.
0: Yeah, but I thought that was a cool little moment. Her mom seemed great. Yeah. Um Serena's P Serena P had her parents there and her sister younger older who knows um
1: probably close they, in age
0: Yeah they were they seemed nice and Canadian I guess
1: <laughs> Yeah they have a good they seem like they have a tight knit family
0: Yep And then we met Rachel's parents and did Rachel have any siblings there
1: Yes I believe right? she had a sister A sister there
0: Who we didn't see, like I just feel like we didn't get any, there was a lot of like things that were. Missing. Missing, not a lot of conversations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, very, just an odd set of dates. Um, And then after all four of them, we have Serena P. (laughs) After kind of talking through everything (laughs) with her parents, Deciding.
1: She flipped it on The Bachelor. Needs she needs to, to go still, home. She needs to go home. <laughs> yeah. I think she also got a sense of where she ranks mm. from Matt. Just like hearing his, I mean, you, you have to get the sense that at this stage, he's clearly got stronger connections with someone, and... It's harder and harder to hide that. And he doesn't seem like he does a great job of hiding who he's tight with anyway. I'm not saying he's like Claire.
0: Right. Right. With
1: the Claire Dale situation. Yeah, but like
0: we're way past, we're 4 episodes past that.
1: I think I think it, to some degree Serena must have felt like I'm not, not nor nor am I willing to get engaged to him. Yeah, right I think now. I
0: think it wasn't a mad thing. I think it was just her not really just kind of realizing this is not the guy for me. She even said, You're not my person. Yeah. I don't think it really had to do I could like I could I could have seen her getting offered a rose, showing up and and that and the saying like no, I don't want the rose. Yeah. Versus kind That's of getting true. swept up in like, oh my god, he gave me the, like he does like me. I think it didn't even matter. I think she was just Yeah kind of, she was done with that. I'm,
1: I'm not into you.
0: Yeah, and the and her and have her family confirmed it for her I think they're the ones who pushed her over the edge but she was she was waiting to be pushed yeah she was not dragged there like um like a Cassie was right Mm -hmm. Cassie was pulled to the edge by her family this is not a you shouldn't be with Colton um that's the sense I got from that and then this is this was just like you don't really seem like you like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and Serena She's just like, you know realized what? Maybe I don't. Yeah, maybe I think you guys are right. Just not into him. So, I'm going to go home. Matt also didn't really impress me as far as just his performance this week. Mm. A lot of platitudes um didn't yeah. ask didn't ask for blessings which no. only bothered Rachel as far as we saw.
1: Well, he had a good reason for it. Mm-hmm. His reason was I don't want to ask the, you know, four dads for their daughter's hand in marriage. I want to only have to ask it one time. I'd rather just wait until we get closer to the moment and then I will call him and ask.
0: Yep. Yeah,
1: I, would, I I've always been bothered by the fact that the bachelor feels pressured to have the conversation with with all of the dads about it. It's so well awkward. Yep, and also you have to explain to the dad that because because inevitably the dad will say, "Well, sure, but are you asking the others too?" Because I don't yeah. like what. Yeah, like no dad wants to hear that.
0: Yeah, and most of them, uh, not the answer is typically, even Michelle's dad. I think didn't we didn't see Matt ask for a blessing, but Michelle's dad said we tr- we trust Michelle to make the, the right choice the right yes. in the end, and that's typically the line. But it's this undercurrent of culture on this show that exists, where there's like that Christian mm-hmm. faith based. Mm-hmm. That is that is a thing that is done in certain religions and certain places and certain belief systems, uh, and it just kind of lives there. And for Rachel to be the only one who was bothered by it, or at least Rachel is the only one they showed bothered by it, I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um,
1: well, and then the Southern culture aspect of it in general, yeah, th- that's what just I mean. Like, like traditional. Her,
0: yes, her expectation was after this he's he, or he's going to ask maybe she's watched the show and she knows that's typical that's kind of how it works and just expected it and it didn't happen
1: yeah or a producer just told her so this is what usually happens
0: Yep. so ben higgins didn't do it either right i remember and he called he called laura b's lauren laura lauren, B. lauren b's parents right before he proposed i think that was who did it um but it backfired when he didn't do it at hometowns i think there were a couple of girls who were
1: Upset, upset about
0: it. It wasn't a conscious decision that he made like I'm going to I'll call later. He just he didn't actually believe in doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of blew up in his face. Um so uh, yeah, like as far as the other things, he just usually you have so, a sense of who like he could pick any of these women right now and I wouldn't be surprised. He could pick any of these women right now and I would be surprised.
1: Not a lot of his personality is shining through this season. No. And I don't know if that's on the if that's just ABC not not showing us every bit or not painting him in a, in a way that gives us more of his actual personality. Right. But he, and maybe, and then the other part of me is like, well, maybe it's also that he felt this enormous pressure going into the show that he openly admitted that he's going to make a misstep that's going to upset, because he feels as though he's representing a very large you know two large groups of people essentially yeah. like he's he was very concerned about being the representative of his of his race and then just yeah i mean he is biracial so i'm just wondering if that has played into him holding back on for the camera because he feels some immense pressure there was i mean i think the most Leads probably feels some sort of pressure. Obviously, like the yeah the the you know the world is going to be judging you. They're watching this show. They're watching you pick a mate essentially on television for the next nine to ten weeks. So there is judgment that you have to be aware of. But I just he seemed to come into into the process with a heavier heart maybe, and that maybe that could have affected how he maybe he wants to appear a little bit more, um, I keep, I don't want to say bland, but like he plays it safe a lot. Yeah. Like you said, with all the platitudes. And yeah. And it just seems, to, it. I interpret it as he just doesn't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. So he just constantly is like, I'm going to stick in the safe waters here and yeah. try to say what I think people want to hear. Yeah. Because I don't want to upset anybody and I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings.
0: But even when he has the opportunity to talk to the dads or the parents, and they're like, "So, what do you like about my daughter?"
1: I know, and it's
0: there. Like, there was even nothing of consequence there. Usually, we saw. Yeah, but they're gonna show some. Like, there's, there's usually something that you can hold on to. It was the same. Like, she challenges me. It just like every answer felt the same to me, and there was no specifics to any of them. You could have just had him talking about without the parent there, and just cut all of them, and I wouldn't have been able to guess who he was talking about.
1: Yeah, for either. You know? Yeah, because we didn't really. I mean, yeah, you know, she just, says
0: it like it is. She's, she's uh you know, she makes me laugh. She. It, right. There was yeah. no, there was nothing specific that he had to share about any of them, which is I don't know. It just seems, it seemed very strange to me. There was no moment where I was like this is the one he's gonna pick. I think he's gonna pick Rachel, which I think is why he released a statement before last night's episode, kind of condemning what's been going on on the show and what he's been watching back um, and how it's all kind of unfolded for him in real time as well. Like we were talking about that last week. I mean, imagine being the person on the show, most likely, possibly now, one out of three chance that he picked Rachel. Yeah. He picked her. He starts watching back the show with her, or not watching back the show, and suddenly two, three weeks ago, it starts to really
1: the trickle up.
0: trickle turns into a, a heavier flow of news and gossip and rumors, and then suddenly it's like, Oh, this stuff is real. Um, I don't think I don't think last night's statement was the time like the timing was a for a reason.
1: Yeah. Right? I mean, well, yeah, and I can't remember exactly what he said, but I know that he started it off by saying that he couldn't remain silent anymore or that he didn't feel it was appropriate for him to like, he needed to speak up now basically. It was like the timing was important.
0: Yeah. I mean, he said the reality is that I'm learning about these situations in real time and it has been devastating and heartbreaking to put it bluntly. That screams to me that he picked Rachel Mm -hmm. because to, um, learn about these situations in real time and have it be devastating and heartbreaking, has to do uh, more with the interactions that he's also had to have right now in real time with yeah.
1: Rachel. Yeah. If,
0: if he got rid of Rachel next week, I don't necessarily know if he releases something like this. It's not as heartbreaking. Yeah. Like That's a really powerful word to use from Matt, who we haven't seen any sort of anything. I and know. suddenly it's devastating well, and heartbreaking.
1: We're we are seeing... Uh Glimpses into the future episodes of him breaking down crying. Yes. So there are previews. I mean, and this, you know, we have been fooled by ABC before. Trillions of times. Colton's fence jump being a
0: teased preview. for five weeks. That
1: was teased for several weeks. This one, they've only started teasing recent. Oh, no, actually.
0: No, we've seen did it.
1: They tease it in the very beginning. Yep. Um, I won't spoil it, but I did read an assumption on what it is and it doesn't have to do with the women, the
0: women at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It just, it, it, yeah, I think it's, it's a, it's a drum that everyone has been beating about Matt just kind of being a little bit of a, just a little bit of a flat line as far as the, it's he and he hasn't been on the show. He doesn't know how some of these things work. That's fine. We know better than he does as far as just like he
1: hasn't read our rule book the
0: beats the beats of how this how this show works but he just it it didn't strike me when he was talking to any of the families that he really even knew how to like it was foreign to him yeah even just not even on the show it was like a whole foreign experience of meeting parents of someone he might be he's dating yeah right i mean and he he said
1: he hasn't met a lot of i don't
0: I don't think he has. And so he was just very guarded and, and very safe. And anyways, uh, any last thoughts on the hometowns?
1: No, no, I I think I did appreciate that Serena left on her own accord and that he still had to give out all three roses individually. I know, right? And then, you know, poor Brie interpreted the rose order. Oh, to that's mean right. That she was the least favorite. The
0: first the first crack in the Brie armor was just the order of roses. The
1: order of roses.
0: <laughs> because she they she got
1: the last rose. Which was
0: an interesting insight. Is that how they always Think about the roses. Well,
1: if you think about in the beginning when we joke that the last rose is the ABC rose. Yeah, but that's usually the least favorite that's, person. That's when
0: Victoria's getting it or all these right. women are getting it. I mean- th-
1: But we were joking. We were like, no, it goes three, two, one. Yeah. But, you know, who know I mean, I don't know. I guess if I got the last rose, I'd probably think the exact same thing in that situation. Like, oh, I'm the last one. There's only, you know, like- he, I would think in my mind, yeah, that he's ranking me last.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, it, if you're we know we can't subscribe If you're in a bubble and you're you've talked yourself through all sorts of crazy oh my theories and They've thoughts been at sure. the
1: same place for
0: For almost two so months. Yeah. Yep. Um Yeah, I'm interested to see what the people who were at La Quinta and Nemecolon have to say maybe in like six months time about the actual experience. We were listening to a podcast as we were driving this week about the guys in the NBA and how um, Chris Haynes, who's a reporter, they were in there for three months and he was talking he was like, about depression and yep. just how overwhelmed he was and how he was so excited to go home and then everything got pushed back four days because the Heat won one last game in the finals and he was like angry and his four kids at home. and. He said it was really hard to be there, and he got out, and that's when he realized, oh my God, I was I was in a bad place, and I was not fun to be around for any of my coworkers or for the players, or, um, and I just wonder if we'll start to see some of that bubble up. Maybe it'll come up in the women's tell all next week. Mm -hmm. But I'd just be interested because I really what it does psychologically take a toll on you. It has to experience. They're all going through while also not really knowing what's going on in the outside world yeah, they around this stuff have access and, to
1: any of their devices yeah, for having, the entire time yeah
0: i wonder i wonder if they were given more options to check in with people if they had you know if you got parents who were over 70 you'd want to be able to at least check in with them and make sure things are going
1: yeah properly. i'm sure like in the case of sarah i'm sure that that was the case sure. for her yeah
0: um all right well that's uh, that's all we got next week is women tell all so we might do an episode maybe we'll just take it off maybe all right. well, well who knows but Until next time,
1: we'll talk with you next week.
0: Bye, everybody.